Welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart. I'm a stand-up comedian who lives in Vermont. I've been called the angriest comedian in Vermont. Which really isn't that hard to do. If you ever come to Vermont, it's fucking beautiful. So it's very hard to be angry about anything in Vermont. But anyway... My podcast, the McTaggart Attack Podcast, is my way of giving my opinions on whatever I want. And today's episode, I'm going to talk about one of the things I love the most in life, and that is professional wrestling, specifically the WWE. And I watched the... Uh, Clash of Champions pay-per-view over the weekend. Well, I watched most of the pay-per-view over the weekend. I think most of the week, most of the pay-per-view, maybe half the pay-per-view, because Sunday night I recorded two podcast episodes at like around six or seven, se- around seven actually. And I recorded them and and listened to them and saved them and stuff. And then it was like 7.45 and I'm like, oh, hey, wait. WWE Clash of Champions started 45 minutes ago. And I looked on social media and the first match was the triple threat match between Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, and AJ Styles to decide who was the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. So... I I uh I turned on the WWE network and watched it from the beginning, watched that match, saw that there were three other matches that took place while I was watching um Night of Champions, Clash of Champions. Why isn't it Clash of the Champions? Cuz is that because Turner called theirs Clash of the Champions? Why can't they just call it Clash of the Champions instead of Clash of Champions? Why do we have to take out the the WWE? Are you that fucking petty? Anyway, that pay-per-view this weekend, I was watching it. And I uh, there were three matches that took place during the latter match that I was watching. And none of those matches sounded very interesting to me. So I immediately um, went to the uh, the live... I... I, I I made it so that I'd watch what was happening now after I watched the beginning of the pay-per-view. So I um, watched. What matches did I end up watching? I think I saw the end of the Raw Tag Team title match, which had a botched ending because Garza got hurt. They need better communication. They've had terrible communication in these matches where they just end erroneously it just makes sense stupid especially in empty arena shows and they're having these communication issues that they're like, hey wait this is actually a pinfall it, there's been three times now where this has happened in the past couple weeks it's just bullshit man But that's not what I'm arguing about today. You know, I, so like I watched Clash of Champions and during Clash of Champions, they announced that the um, draft, the WWE draft is back. Aren't we so excited? 
where Raw picks guys from SmackDown and SmackDown picks wrestlers from Raw. I didn't mean to say guys before wrestlers because they take men and women and trying to be gender neutral here. Fuck you, whatever. Come on. But yeah, the, the draft is back. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Do we need another fucking draft? I guess we do. Oh, my God. But that, I guess switching wrestlers from one show to another makes it, ex- makes it exciting. It makes it so exciting. Aren't you excited for the draft to see wrestlers on different shows now? And then this morning, Monday, um, September 28th, right? Yeah, whatever. Um, I was listening to Busted Open with Dave LaGreca and Bully Ray, and uh, they mentioned the draft, and they said something that I thought was rather profound. I'm like, or at least I got the idea while, I think Bully Ray said it, something to this effect. And what I figured out was, I I really don't, like, want a draft. Because, I mean, the wrestlers, the talent of the wrestlers isn't the problem. The WWE has the most talented wrestlers in their roster. They have most of the most talented, most of the most I went for a run earlier, and I'm besheveled, okay? Words aren't coming out so good. The WWE has pretty much the best wrestlers in in the world on their roster, because they have over 100 wrestlers on their roster, so of course most of them are good. They perform excellently. So that's not the problem. It's not like we're getting sh- they're sh- sending shitty wrestlers to to from one show to another because they're all good wrestlers. The problem is with WWE is the storylines. So I, I actually said this on TikTok earlier. By the way, follow me on uh, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at McTigert Attack. But I said something to the effect of, um, what did I say? I said that the WWE announced that they're going to have their draft on October 9th on SmackDown and then October 12th on Raw. But the WWE shouldn't worry, shouldn't draft. I, I'm not, this isn't how I said it. I fucked it up. Because like I said, I'm besheveled. But basically, I said something to the effect of the WWE shouldn't draft wrestlers. Could they just draft good storylines? Just draft good storylines. That's all you do, WWE. Draft good storylines. You, you, you have to trade wrestlers from one brand to another. Who fucking gives a flying fuck about that? Because even when they go to the other show, they're going to be in a shitty storyline that nobody's going to give a fucking damn about. Just good storylines. Draft good storylines, WWE. It's just, it's just annoying. Like, yeah, it just, it just dawned on me. Yeah, I don't, 
switching them from one show to another is like a temporary fix. Because like, there's that allure of, oh, they're on this show now. Isn't that amazing? You know what would be even more amazing? Better stories. Better stories would be a lot more amazing. Better stories would help in the long run. Better stories would make it so you wouldn't have to switch wrestlers from one show to another. Because that fixes nothing. Nothing at all. That provides a temporary solution, but it's not the actual solution. Have better storylines. Have have wrestlers who actually have have people in creative that have actually been professional wrestlers before and know how that shit works. Because from what I understand, they just have a bunch of writers from colleges who are good writers, you know, script writers, Hollywood writers, whatever, who don't know fucking shit about wrestling, and and they just come up with these stupid storylines that nobody actually gives a shit about. But if they just gave did storylines that we actually cared about and made them compelling. But if they had wrestlers in there in the creative room trying to come up with this shit, maybe actually, I don't know, the actual wrestlers who are saying the words that they're supposed to be saying on camera? Why, 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 do, why do they do that? Why do they have the wrestlers who are actually going to be saying the lines on camera or live out there? Why do they have them? Why are they the last to know what the lines are? <laughs> Shouldn't they be like heavily involved in the process? Seems to me that they should be heavily involved in the creative process at WWE, if you ask me. But yeah, I just I saw that they had to. They announced the draft. My my brother-in-law had mentioned that they were going to bring the draft back. He told me a few weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, please, God, no. I hope they don't bring back the draft. Because I didn't like the draft. I thought the draft was stupid. The draft isn't going to solve anything. And then it dawned on me today that the only thing that's going to save the WWE is good storylines. Draft good storylines. Every week I watch. Every week I watch. Hoping that it's going to be a good show. And then most of the time I get disappointed. I'm tired of getting disappointed. And you know how I can stop getting disappointed WWE? You know how? You know how? You can draft good storylines. And that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.